This is the Good Things Guy podcast with myself, Brendan DeCute, South Africa's very own Good Things Guy. I'm on a mission to change what the world pays attention to. I truly believe that there's good news all around us, and I spend my time hunting down and reporting on the best good news stories from South Africa and the world. In the Good Things Guy podcast, you'll meet these everyday heroes and hear their incredible stories. The countdown has begun for South Africa's self-styled crazy bike guy, Grant Cameron Smith, as he prepares to embark on the journey of a lifetime, a tough three-month, 8,800-kilometer solitary trek on a specially configured mountain bike from London to Istanbul for a worthy cause the future of autistic young adults. As part of a call for help to integrate more neurodiverse young adults into the workplace, South Africans, corporates and all supporters across the global route will be asked to contribute whatever they can to help raise at least half a million rand for an autism life skills training center plus coffee shop in Johannesburg. I have Grant in studio with me today to chat about this crazy trip he's going on. Welcome to the Good Things Guy Jackpot. Yeah, thanks so much, Brent. It's um, great to have you here. Ross, so I'm going to get off the bat immediately. This is a crazy journey. Um, you're going on this, this long, sort of tough path from London to Istanbul, and it is a bit mad. How did you get the nickname Crazy Biker? It's my wife. My wife gave it to me actually quite a while ago. I started cycling at the end of uh, 2016, and I took to it quite well, and she gave me the name not long afterwards, and uh, it's kind of stuck. Uh, is, that, is that because you were doing ridiculous things while cycling, or was it just your wife being funny? I think it's a bit of both there, hey? <laughs> it's a bit of both, yes. Okay, cool. Um, and the route that you've chosen, uh, London to Istanbul, why exactly that route? The route itself, I'm interested to go from the most west of Europe to the most west of Asia. That was my thoughts. And when I was much younger, I actually wanted to run it. When I was a lo- an ultra ultra distance runner, eight thousand eight hundred. No, the running was would have been shorter. It would have been like three and a half thousand kilometers. And now, when I decide to cycle it, I wanted something that was really quite out there, because really, I wanted it to reflect also on the charity that I'm I'm doing this for, and the difficulties that young adults with autism um, and special needs experience through their whole lives. So I wanted to feel a bit of that too. What is the catalyst behind the initiative? So you're speaking about um, kids with autism. Where does that come from? I visited the Special Needs Cafe a long time ago, and it still ex- still existed. Kim, Kim's actually been on the show here. Yes, yes, yes I believe yeah, yeah. so. Yes, yeah. I visited the Special Needs Cafe and spoke to some of the mums there, and I got involved and uh, then w- with the business. And for me, uh, there were so many heartfelt stories about about the individual, not only the children or the young adults, shall I say, but the loneliness of the parents that have these kids that cannot bring them into into society to 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 work and to and to mix as one would hope with with one's own child. It is. It's it's sobering to see. And when we had Kim on the show, um, it was quite an emotional interview because you don't realize from the outside what a parent or a child who is autistic has to go through um, and how that family faces challenges from when, when um, the, the child is a baby to in their adulthood. Uh, society has not created a space um, for kids and adults that are autistic and and what you're trying to do is help that so that absolutely yes it's almost like to me i kind of rationalize it in a way is that they the autistic 
kids or adults, they kind of on a different, have a different operating system. It doesn't make their system wrong. So what we find is that our system, if we can call it the normal system, for without a, a better name, it just doesn't work with theirs. So they get shunned and pushed out, unfortunately. And the, you've decided, I mean, you've called it here an autism life skills training center. What does that mean? What are, you, what are you trying to ultimately achieve? What we're wanting to do, we have a, a long-term goal. We have a short-term goal. Our short-term goal is to open a training center for work skills for these autistic and special needs kids in Johannesburg and train them to be workplace integrated, i.e. giving them skills so that we can actually place them into businesses. One of them will be our own business, which will be our coffee shop, but we hope to be able to, to, to cover a far greater range of, of young adults that we can place elsewhere as well. And that our longer-term goal is then obviously to roll this out throughout South Africa. So just for our listeners um, who may have heard the show with Kim and the Special Needs Cafe, since that show uh, aired last year, there was a challenge that they faced in the area that they were in, the coffee shop, um, the actual space that they were in, and, and they had to move off of that land for whatever reason, and they haven't managed to find a new space. So, so this Life Skills Center, you're going to add a coffee shop on there to, to revive that coffee shop and give these kids a sense of purpose again. Absolutely, absolutely. One of the things that, I, that I'm quite interested in is when going on this long journey or prepping for it, how do you train? What, what is the training behind uh, getting ready to do a, a almost 9,000-kilometer mountain bike ride? I suppose the training is, there's a few areas you have to train in. One is your mental preparation. And uh, on the mental side, my wife said that that horse is already bolted. There's nothing much, much that can be done there. There's nothing that can be done to fix me. It's too late. <laughs> <laughs> so, but on the physical side, it's, it's really about doing a super endurance riding. And I'm, I worked with a biokineticist. And he devised a plan for me, and I've been, I worked with him for a number of months. Because riding with a mountain bike across Europe, or riding with a, a road bike, for instance, is very different. Because my bike, without everything on it, the bike, some panniers, and still without food, weighs about 60 kilos. And a, 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 a road bike would come in under 10, for instance. And I'm unsupported, so I don't have somebody else carrying my stuff for me. What I've got is what I've got, except obviously the supplies I'll pick up along the way. You are literally the crazy bike guy. I'm now understanding why you got the name. <laughs> um, the, this arduous journey, how, how many days, how, how many days, how many kilometers are you going to cycle per day? What is the plan? Is there a rest day? Yeah, there's a, there's a handful of rest days. I've got a few issues though with rest days and because to get a Schengen visa, you, you're allowed in the, in the EU for 90 days. So I've kind of got to get out of that. I've got to get in and get out in 90 days. But then I've got other countries such as uh, Bulgaria and, and Croatia and Turkey tacked on. So I can, there I can go past my 90 days. So I'm going to be on the road pretty much close to four months. And uh, my goal is every day, my average uh, distance is 125 kilometers a day. And I'll be climbing between one and two kilometers vertically every single day. I'm a little bit speechless. Like, um, I did that cycle race that they have in Johannesburg. And I nearly died. And, and that's just one day, uh, a little bit over 90 kilometers. And I cannot imagine putting myself in a bicycle seat on mountain ranges for four months. I take my hat off to you. 
Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. It's not the same, though. You know, you're racing. I'm not racing. I go faster when I feel good. I go slower when I don't feel good. Um, I think I might just be generally going slower, if you ask me. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but 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 in the in the in the ride itself, you know, I pace myself for longevity. This is all about longevity. I'm not going to break any records. Well, who knows? You might. I mean, this is it's all up in the air right now. Has has this been done before? Has someone um, climbed on a bicycle from London to Istanbul? Yes, they have. But the route that I'm doing, I've, it's it's specially designed for what I wanted. So I wanted to travel, and my entire intention was to take people with me. I hate traveling by myself. And uh, if I can take a whole bunch of people with me, and they can kind of vicariously armchair travel with me. So my what's happening is that I've got this, this uh, website, and on the website there's a, a few buttons. One is, where am I now? It's kind of a where's Wally kind of button. And you can click, and whilst I'm riding, every five minutes it'll update my position, so you'll see exactly where I've been. And, and we'll also know if you're staying somewhere too long. You better believe it. <laughs> yes, that, that little dot doesn't move. And then the other button, obviously, I've got uh, there's a few other buttons, but there's another there's another option there for all the blogs. And if you subscribe to the site, you get an email. You know that people get an email to say, hey, this is the new blog that's loaded. And what's going to happen is as I ride each day, a new blog entry is going to go up on, on the diabolical, crazy kind of stuff that happens to me along the way. But I'm taking people through beautiful part of the world, and we're going to, I'm going there because I actually also want to go there. It sounds exciting. Um, it also sounds a little bit scary. What sort of obstacles do you foresee that there might be on this trip? I really only am scared, worried about three things. Trucks, cars, and dogs. So, so the rest two, is, two vehicles and dogs. What is the fear of dogs? Uh, you don't know what diseases they have. And I'm going into countries where the dogs could have diseases. And dogs love chasing the postman. And I look like a glorified postman with my um, – <laughs> actually, a friend of mine called my bicycle the pizza delivery bike because it's got all these panniers and stuff all over it. You've, you've had to – I mean, we, we touched on it uh, just briefly. You've had to completely change and um, update the bicycle because you're doing this all unassisted. You have to have your clothing with you. You have to have your – and I'm guessing you're not going to pack a lot because you're going to be carrying it with you, right? So Sadly, I've got a tent. I've I've got a sleeping bag, I've got cooking equipment, I've got water, obviously, and a lot of it. And that stuff weighs, that stuff weighs. But I mean, I try to reduce where I can the weight, obviously. And and the food-wise, nutrition, you just mentioned cooking, where are you going to get food from? As I'm going along, I'm going to stop at places and pick up food. Uh, hey, if they're backpacking hostels and, and, and kind of th- those kind of places, I'm not going to turn those down to sleep in the tent in the bush somewhere. But if, if the weather turns bad, as an example, and I'm in between cities and there's nothing nearby as well, I'm going to go and hide in my tent. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if you could just let me know, Grant, if people want to get involved, uh, is it just following your website? How do they donate? How do they learn more about the special needs skills development place? Um, how do they how do they get involved with all of that? My website www.crazybikeguy.com has a lot of information on it. The first page, as when you load it initially, um, there's an option there to put your email address to subscribe. So you put your email address in, and there's another option there to donate, which takes you straight to the the Give and Gain website, and the money gets sent directly to. 
the charity's bank account. Not uh, I don't see any of that. And there's a so third you you you're funding the strip yourself. That's right. In yes. order to raise money, money for for these young adults. That's right. There is an about page as well, and on that about and contacts page, you'll find more information. Firstly, on contacting Kim, who's the most amazing woman I've met, and she is the person that looks after and has her in, in herself, in fact, special needs children. Her contact details are there. My contact details are there. If someone wants to send me an email while I'm writing, that's fantastic. I will get back to them when I take a break or when or I when, get a chance. When you get a chance to charge your phone. Absolutely. No, it's not that bad, actually, because I've got a dynamo stuck in my front wheel, and that generates power for me. So my phone, my GPS tracker, my cameras, all my equipment gets charged as I'm cycling. Grant, I'd love you to um, to pop me a, a photo of um, of exactly what this bicycle looks like so that when I... When I put the podcast up and it goes live, um, so that people can actually see what this thing looks like, because I'm I, what I'm imagining in my head uh, might not be what it is. Yes, it's it's kind of a cross between a pizza delivery motorbike and a furniture delivery truck, uh, but without uh, without an engine. Really, really exciting. When um, when are you leaving for the trip? When is the when is the date? The ninth of March, I fly out of Joburg and uh, to London, and I leave Joburg, I leave London. Sorry, on the thirteenth of March. And I hope to get to Istanbul on the 25th of, of uh, June. Lots of blogs, lots of fun to be had along the way, I'm sure. Very, very, very exciting. We're going to be following the trip. Um, I'm going to be watching if you get stuck in any bars along the way where your, your red dot doesn't move. And we hope that our listeners sort of um, follow the journey as well. And, and more than that, get a little bit more knowledgeable about what the cause is, because I think it is important. We need to be empowering um, everybody in South Africa. We can only rise by lifting others. And, and that's seriously what I believe. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Um, I, you are a crazy bike guy, and <laughs> I can't wait to follow the journey. Yeah, well, thanks, thanks for having me here. Thank you. I'm Brent Lindekew, South Africa's very own Good Things Guy, and you've been listening to Good Things Guy, a Jackpot podcast. For more episodes or to subscribe, rate, or review my podcast, go to iTunes, Iona FM, or Google Podcasts. Be kinder than necessary to yourself and each other. Thanks, and only good things.